Happy Friday, everyone. Um, welcome to day 15 of the, the 30 days of uh, of dedication. All right. My name is um, my name is Nick Humphreys, and there are no presentation materials uploaded. Yeah, so I, I, ca I can't share what I'm about to share. But um, today is Friday. It's day 15. And yes, Evan, we are at the, the halfway point. So this is quite a big milestone. But you know, when you got when you got Hiro, <laughs> Hiro, what's up, man? We haven't seen you at training in a long time. Um, Flow, when you got Flow, when you got SP, when you got uh, Carl and, and Velo, when you got Bobby, you know, all these guys, when you got everyone here, Christian, when you got everyone here, man, we're on a journey, we're on a mission together. And yes, Hiro, yes, you are one of our favorite footballers. Um, <laughs> yes, we do agree. We do agree. But in order to remain our favorite footballer, you know what you got to do, man. And it's not just about going to the gym anymore. You got to, you got to come to the training because we we've been seeing you've been building those biceps, but now you got to you got to replicate those skills with your ball control. You know what I'm saying? Get the other B in there. Um, Nathan, what's up? Callum, what's up? All right, great to see you guys here. Great to see you guys here. Halfway. Um, guys, today is the topic. Are we, is it working now? It's, it's not there. Present. We got, we got the whole house. We're doing lots of different stuff. We've got Guy here. Yo, we've got uh, Flavio here working on stuff. We've got Corby over there. What? Um, we, we've just been hard at work on developing what's going to come this spring and summer which is effective, uh, the effective app, which is already there, is becoming better. But look, Kobe, I can't see it. Look, I can't see it right here. Oh, now it's there. God, all right. Um, so, so it's a lot of fun. But hi, bro, bro, you, you got to come back. The effective house, man. Um, John Moses always asks, where's H? Where's that hi, bro? So, So come over. Maintenance dude, what's up? Carl, what's up? Ayal, what's up? Great. Make sure you guys send those hearts. If there's anything that I say today, um, on behalf of Train Effective, if there's anything that I say today, please give your hearts, all right? Because the more hearts, the better I feel, the better Train Effective feels about the content that we are sharing, all right? So today, today's topic, and you can see what that topic is if you go to the link in the bio. All right, that's why I put it there, link in the bio, because this is where you can see the actual presentation that I'm talking about right now on the screen, which is this, leadership. Um, now, what's the first thing you guys think of when you hear leadership? Because I can tell you my thing. What is the first thing you think about? The first thing you think about, being vocal, all right, all these things. But you know what I think of when I when I thought of leadership when I was younger? I thought leadership, man, that sounds boring. Um I think I think when you're young and when you're you're growing, you don't really put value on the word leadership. You don't really know what that means. You don't really you don't really see, I guess, you know, heaps of value in in, in leadership and why leadership is important for you as a football player. Um, to, to start off with, 
in terms of leadership, um, I, I was, I, I was, uh, so let's, let's get some perspective here. I am the youngest of three brothers, a uh, three, three sons. So I, I'm the youngest, I'm the youngest in the family. Um, my cousins were older than me. Um, like everyone was older than me. I was pretty much the youngest in my entire family. So when you look at things from my perspective, I always had things um, almost almost given to me in that in that if I if I wanted something, um, if I wanted attention, let's say when when I'm a really little kid, when I wanted attention, I could get it pretty easily because I didn't have older brothers or let's say younger brothers I had to fight for attention with. Um, my brothers were old enough that they were almost like like another father to me. It's like I grew up with like three fathers is what, what I usually say. Um, so in that perspective, I never really had to, I didn't have to be, uh, be a leader or show leadership. Um, that was never something that was expected, uh, expected of me. Um, so that's why I want to ask how many of you guys consider yourself a, a leader? In your, it could be in your a leader in your social circle. It could be a leader in the football pitch. It could be a leader in just in life in general. How how many of you guys do you consider yourself like a leader? Um, and what's up, Harsh as a legend, Justin Milad Malhar, Bootball, What's up? How many of you guys consider yourself a leader? Come on, interact with me here. Yes, no, maybe. Maybe Evan says not really. Rory says yes. Yeah. So we got some yeses and nos. But for the for the majority majority of people, um, you don't get many confident yeses. Like yes, I am a leader. Um, and I think I think that's the fact because if you say yes, I am a leader, it comes off in a way of you know you could be slightly arrogant. You could be. Um, you don't want to portray yourself as that because maybe you seem overconfident. You seem full of yourself. Um, and I think that's one of the first things we have to talk about because that's one of the misconceptions of being a leader. It's not, it's not necessarily what you think it is in, in your head of someone that could be super uh, confident, super in a way arrogant or just a dick. You know, you might consider a leader just like someone you don't like. Um, but let's start with why, right? Let's start with why am I talking about this topic? Why is this topic just as important as the 10,000 hour rule? Why is this topic just as important of, you know, what to do in a trial, how to get a trial? Why is this topic important? It's because who do you consider your idols? Like name your idol. Name your idols, guys. Just name them. Name them. Name your idols. Think of who your idols are in the world. Gavin, Connor, David. Think of who your idols are in, in the world. Um, Afsal says Neymar. Rory says Sergio Ramos. Messi. Ronaldo. <laughs> um, Nick Humphreys. <laughs> nice. Um but let's take the examples of, okay, Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar, etc. When you think of these names, 
what do you think about, you know, you don't just think about skills. You don't think about just goals they score or whatever, but really look at them. When you look at them, what do you see? And one thing you'll see in common with all of them, whether it's Ramos or Messi or Neymar or Ronaldo or Harry Kane or whoever it is, is that they are leaders on the field. They are leaders in their life. They're leaders in their um, their communities. They're leaders as football players. So why is leadership important? Well, if you want to reach your full potential in football, in your life, then you have to display leadership. You have to have leadership qualities. Got it? Um, let's take an example of, of great leadership. Um, and this is one that's always, I don't think I'll ever forget this game when, uh, it was Ronaldo playing for Portugal against, was it France? France 2016 Euro, um, final. This is a great image, Corby, a great image. You see Ronaldo's knee is all taped up. And if you guys remember that game, Ronaldo was injured within the first 20 minutes. Um, and obviously that was a huge devastating blow to everybody that was watching that game because they thought, all right, Portugal are going to lose that European final now for sure because Ronaldo is not playing anymore. Um, he got injured. So what So what happened? Well, at halftime, it was still 0-0. Uh, By full time, it was still 0-0. But it was Ronaldo, guys, who was who was in tears coming off the coming off that field he was in tears but you know what he did he didn't sit down he didn't cry and think to himself oh my god i can't play in one of the biggest maybe the biggest game of his life the moment that i prepared for all my life i'm so down i can't help this team no he didn't think like that ronaldo didn't think like that instead he became the coach he became the motivator on the field. He he put in a performance, which I had I've never seen from a player before in that aspect, because he literally, with his 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 messed up knee, he was he was running trying to run up and down the field, giving instructions to players, motivating players, um, giving instilling confidence in them, telling them everything that they should be they should be doing he was vocals adamant and he, he you could see that energy was being transferred to all those players on the pitch um a great amazing example i don't know if you've seen this one corby but in that same uh was it, did it go to penalties that game no no overtime right um because how was that oh that goal was scored and 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 portugal ended up winning that game one nil um but you just saw like like that came that came uh, you think they wouldn't have won portugal if it wasn't for ronaldo being on the sidelines there and not having his head in his hands but encouraging the team motivating the team and and displaying that he wanted to win as much as any other player wanted to win on that field um and that's an example of leadership, okay? That's an example of real life 
real life leadership. If you guys have any more examples, I re I'll read them out while I continue to do this um, do this whole thing. But if you guys know any examples you, you've seen of leadership on the field, comment it here and I'll read it out. Um, but great example. Ronaldo just not only is he an amazing player, not only is he phenomenal in the way he prepares and does everything on the on the on the field and the way he scores his goals and you know everything like that, but that leadership quality you just seen. And even that leadership leadership quality in Real Madrid. You've seen Real Madrid, they won uh, what three out of the last four Champions Leagues. Champions Leagues. Um while Ronaldo was there. Now you've seen he's not there anymore. Ronaldo's not there anymore. Um, he was the biggest biggest star that left that team in the summer. And now where are Real Madrid? Well, you know, not doing very well. Do they even, are they still in the Champions League? No, right? No. Yeah. The, did they make it through group stage? Yeah, they lost 4-1 against, against Ajax. Yeah, that's true. Um... And and you see that Ronaldo such a huge part of that, um, and you think that no, of course it's not just only about his skill, uh, it because you have a lot of superstars in that team. It's about his, his the confidence that he brings in the other play to the other players in that team. Um, the same goes for someone like in basketball, um, LeBron James. You know, you look at LeBron James, and if you guys don't really know who LeBron James is. Just watch a couple of videos with him doing an interview or whatever because he's an inspiring guy. He's someone that always sets an example. Um, but you look at LeBron James, they were, want, they were winning Cleveland, Cleveland Cavaliers, the team he was playing for um, in the, the last NBA season. Did they win? They win? I think they won the NBA. No. Sorry, they won the NBA Finals? No, they didn't. I don't know so much about basketball, but I know the last three... Uh, three NBA finals, I think Cleveland were in all of them, and they won some, lost some. But now you look at Cleveland Cavaliers at the bottom of the conference, um, or one of the worst teams in the conference. So, And, and that's purely, purely because uh, LeBron James left. And it w again, it just wasn't about his skill or his you know, ability. It was about the leadership he brought to his team because football is a team sport. Sports in general, team sports in general are team sports. They're about individuals, about staff, about everybody coming together. And they're unified by leaders that are in that team. LeBron James, Ronaldo, um, Doran, you say Pogba in the World Cup final, Neymar versus uh, versus PH, PSG, yes, Mbappe. You could say Mbappe, I think, I think, I think it's it's hard to say if do you think Mbappe is a leader? It's hard to say right now. He's young. Um, probably is a leader amongst amongst young players in PSG. Is he is he a, a real leader in the, the the team yet? I don't know. Um, but when in Monaco, maybe, maybe. Um, but but will he be a leader in the future? Probably. But let's see. Let's see. So Maradona, yeah. Maradona, Real Madrid is, <clears throat> Adam brings up an interesting point. Real Madrid is bigger than Cristiano. Um, 
so th- this is a this is an interesting point. Real Madrid is inter- is bigger than Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, the Cleveland Cavaliers is bigger than LeBron James. Um, PSG is bigger than Neymar. Uh, Barcelona is bigger than Messi. Um, usually, see these kind of um, these things talked about in the press, things talked about with coaches and etc. And that's true. No player, no person is bigger than the team, but there are there are players, there are stars out there that and it might not even be a, a necessarily a player, guys, because it can be the coach, it can be one of the backroom staff, an assistant coach, a physiotherapist, it could be someone in in that um, in that squad that that has a very underlying impact on that that team um and these are the individuals that we have to celebrate and that we have to talk about and we have to talk, talk about why they have such an importance um no player no individual is bigger than the club because in the end of the day the club is a collective of people there's a hundred people in there 200 people in there 500 people in there um it's a, it's a, it's a community it's a culture a club is different to an individual um but the individuals there are individuals in that 100 200 300 people in that entire club that bring things together that motivate the others in that team that inspire the other people in that team that can demonstrate that passion that desire to win that rubs off on the on the on the entire team and that's what we talk about when we, we talk about leadership right so 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 that's that's that right so how can you be a leader on the field because because a few of you said no you're not a leader if you said yes you're a leader um i think the majority of people watching are asking themselves well how can i actually be a leader on the field first of all let me reiterate again why it's important okay you will not reach your full potential as a player unless you and your impact and the things you can deliver to the team unless you display leadership okay the first way you can display leadership and thank you to pitch your hero uh, f- for um for these examples but there are nine ways the number one number one way okay the first way is set an example um when you talk about setting an example it doesn't necessarily having it doesn't it doesn't mean that you have to be vocal. Um, setting an example means getting getting somewhere early, being the first to training, being the last to leave. Um, setting setting an example means you know you're always wearing the right kit. Um, setting an example means you're always helping, trying to be positive. Um, with your talk and positive with your with your movement, positive with your body language, um, that's setting setting an example. Positive body language is setting an example. These are the things you have to consider um, because if you display these things, then they rub off on the others. If you display an example of someone coming in early and being the last one to leave, you're going to rub that off. People are going to see that. Um, number two is awareness. Okay. Awareness is not, is understanding the other players. Awareness is understanding coaches. 
awareness is understanding the team environment and understanding how you can influence it. Okay. So let's give an example about that. Um, let's say, let's say that, that someone, that one of your teammates misses a penalty. Um, and you know that, yes, it can be the heat of the moment. It's a pressure situation, but they miss that penalty. You could get angry at them and say, oh my God, you missed that penalty. Like, come on, all you had to do was, why did you skyrocket over the bar? No, because you're just frustrated in that moment. But you need to have that awareness to say, hey, um, Corby, keep your head up. Um, you're going you're gonna to do better in this game. It's going to come to you. Another chance is going to come to you. You're going to score. And you have that awareness, not to get frustrated, but you have the awareness to think, okay, Corby missed a penalty, but there are going to be other chances for him in the game. And he needs those positive words of encouragement. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, so, so understand that. Understand that. Number three is, is passion. Number three is passion. Um, if you're passionate, this is a pretty simple one. If you're passionate, you're going to be passionate towards victory. You're going to have everything in your body to be passionate. Um, and this is going to, this is going to, this is going to rub off. Um, and passion can be displayed in, in a couple of ways. It's like, you know, again, encouraging your teammates to go in for the tackle. Um, it can be, it can be, you know, getting, getting stuck in with a, with a challenge. I'm trying to win a header, um, never giving up on the ball. This is all, all ways you can display passion. Number four is enthusiasm. All right. Enthusiasm is like, is like enthusiasm, enthusiasm. You guys know enthusiasm being enthusiastic. It's, it's when the coach asks a question, you're like, yes, I'm enthusiastic. Let me, let me put my hands up. Let me be wanting to ask this question. Um, enthusiasm is okay. A, a coach sets out to do a fitness drill and everybody hates doing this fitness drill, but instead of everybody being down, you're the enthusiastic one that says, yes, let's do this fitness drill. Yes. Let's do some running. And at least you have that positive influx in your team of Here's a guy that's enthusiastic. Here's a guy that's ready for training for whatever it is that you that you're doing. All right? You're injecting that enthusiasm into your team, your club, into your environment, and everybody sees that and they think, "Yes. I want to be as enthusiastic as Corby or Flavio or Nick or Doran or Aftel. He's that enthusiastic guy." Leadership. Number 5 is ability. Um this is pretty self-explanatory. You need to have that ability. Um, you need to, you need, if you're going to be a leader, you can't just talk, talk and <laughs> be the first one to training. These are all things that are important and all things that your teammates will appreciate, but don't forget to work on your skill. Don't forget to, um, to actually obtain those skills and acquire those skills that you need to actually be considered good enough, um, in the, in the first place. Um, Number six is communication. Communication. Now, the, the the one way you can do communication is be vocal. Is yes, Abzul. Yes, Ab Evan. Yes, Dorin. Um, yes, pass me the ball. Yes, ah, oh, unlucky. Better luck next time. 
oh, um, go on, take the corner, be confident in taking the corner. Yes, Harry, get on the end of that corner. So being vocal is important, but you can also be um, communicative and being a leader in the way that, you know, how is it that you talk before, your, before, the, before the game to your teammates or after the game to your teammates, all right? Um, after the game, when someone has a bad game, you know, when Taddywell has a bad game and you see that he's down and you communicate with him and you say, look, Taddywell, you're always awesome. Today, you were just a little bit less awesome, but I believe in you. Um, that is a sign of being communicative. And that is a sign of uplifting your, your teammates, uplifting people around you. And again, that is displaying leadership. Um, so take that right communicative approach, all right? And also understand when, when some people, they need to kick up their butt, but some people, you know, a kick up their butt to come, and de come back and defend. Come on, you're letting our team down. And some people, they miss it. They miss a chance, maybe an important chance, and they need an arm around their shoulder just to say, look, unlucky, but next time it's going to work out. Number seven is, is motivational skills. Um, now, motivational skills is not something that comes naturally to everyone. Um, some people know what, know what the right things are to say. Um, um, but I think with motivational skills, it, it can't just be like, you know, I'm telling you, work harder, just believe in the 10,000 hour rule. You can do it, believe in yourself. And you might feel motivated by, by that. Um, I think motivation can be, can be shown in the way that you have a, have a strong stomach, a strong body, a strong mentality for, for challenges, um, in that you embody, you show that in the example that you embody. Okay. When a coach makes a fitness drill for the whole team, but you're the one that says, coach, I want to do one extra rep. That's motivation. That's, you know, going the extra mile. The same on a pitch. It's the last five minutes of the game. Everybody's tired, but, you know, you're displaying your, your, how motivated you are by, you know, getting stuck in, running, 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 um, having no fear. And again, that could be also being vocal and saying, yes, keep going, Tariwa, keep going, Afsal. Um, last five minutes, you know, it's just the last five minutes, keep going. You can do those things, but these are all ways that, that you can show leadership, um, under your, your motivational skills. And number eight is the will to win. Now this kind of goes in with, with motivation because there's the motivation that you're displaying on the pitch, um, that rubs off on others, but motivation comes down to, from, from the will to win. It comes from the will to win. So, I mean, the will to win has to come from you in the, at the end of the day, what, what you want personally. Um, you know, what is it that you're, you play for? What is it that you're selfish about? What is it that if the team wins and you win as well, you know, did you always want to win the league in your country or your city? or you always wanted to win against that one team. Um, you got you to think about what it is 
that you want to win for, the reason why you want to win, and think about that reason every single day. Think about it of if if you won, how would you feel? If you won, would that be a step in your career that's forward? Um, but one of the, the finest common themes that run throughout all leaders, especially when you think about Ronaldo, think about Messi, think about everyone, is that, of course, they all want to win. They all want to win. And when you want to win, then your teammates want to win too. All right? So always display that will to win. Bring that energy for victory. <clears throat> the last thing, guys, is vision. Number nine is vision. All right? Um, vision is a way you can display leadership, but it's got to come from a place which where you understand what vision is. Now, what, what does vision mean? All right? Vision is what you see in your head, but not necessarily everybody can see that. That's vision. Um, vision is the plan that you have in your head that you want to communicate to others. Vision is what your coach has in, in, has in mind for your team and the, and the way that they'll win. And vision is when that coach communicates that to you and this is how we're going to win. This is my vision of how we're going to play. This is my vision of how we're going to win the league. This is my vision of you, Tony, how you're going to score that goal. This is my vision of how you should play as a centre-back. This is our vision. This is my vision of how we should play. Um, but you have to either take that vision of that coach or that company or whatever it is you're involved in, take that vision and take it to heart and understand that vision and communicate it to your teammates or you have to be the visionary yourself. Okay. So when you have a vision in mind of how you will win this game or how your team will win this game, um, then, or you, how your defensive men will win this game or how you, how the other strikers will win this game, then you have to communicate that vision. Um, because you see that vision of, well, the defensive line is always weak, so we've got to exploit the gaps behind those defenders. We have to exploit exploit the gaps that the goalkeeper makes because the goalkeeper is always off his line. So you're, you have that vision in mind of, okay, then shoot from afar because that goalkeeper is always in line. Don't out, out of his line. Don't be afraid to take a chance. You know, this is a vision that you see and that you got to be communicative of to your teammates, all right? Um, you have to talk to them about it. You have to let them see, let them see where the gaps are. Let them see where they can make an impact because you see that vision of how they can become better for themselves and for the team. Um, that's the way the vision comes from you. The other way of the vision is when a coach tells you something or tells the team something and you take it to heart and you are one of the communicators of that vision, all right? Um, in Chelsea, five years ago, 10 years ago, the best example of this was when John Terry 
Frank Lampard, Jogba, and uh, Petacek. These were the four leaders on that field at the time for Chelsea. Um, and you think about it. John Terry was a defender. Frank Lampard was a midfielder. Jogba was a striker. So you have leaders in every uh, attacking defensive midfield line of the pitch, as well as a goalkeeper. And that's why they were so successful in the, in the um, uh, that Chelsea was so successful for a five, 10 year, 10 year period. Um, the same way, same way where, where you see um, Manchester, uh, well, let's not take Manchester, let's take Barcelona. Um, you had Puyol, Puyol at the defense, but defensive line. You had Xavi and Iniesta in the midfield. And then you had um, players like, obviously, Messi. Um, but you've had some great strikers at, at um, Barcelona, like Ibrahimovic, uh, Samueletto. Um, who's a big striker right now at Barca? I've gone, my mind's gone blank. Big striker at Barca. Sorry? Suarez. Yeah, 100% Suarez. Thanks, Rory. Thanks, Corby. Um, so, so you have all these, all these players, and you think, you know, what comes to mind when you think of these guys? You think leaders, um, people that are going to communicate that vision that the coach gave them. And that's it. Those are the nine ways uh, you can be a leader on, on, the, on the field and off the field. Nine ways are, to recap, set an example. Number two, awareness. Number three, passion. Number four, be enthusiastic. Number five, ability. Number six, communicate. Number seven, your motivational skills, number eight, your will to win, and number nine, your vision. So think about all these things because they are important and you will not reach your full potential as a player. You you will not be you will not be the you'll not become the favorite, let's say, of the of the coach without displaying some at least some of these things on the field. Um and, and you know what? I know like you guys might just brush this over your shoulders and think, well, these kind, these kind of things are scary to implement in your game. Um, these kind of things like being, setting example might be easy for you because you you, that's easy because you can be the first one on the field, last one to leave. But like showing things like, you know, the passion side or the enthusiasm side or the the communicative side you you guys might think of these things as being an extrovert um the same with motivational skills the will to win and being a visionary you might you might think that you have to be an extrovert but you may be introverted um but sometimes you also have to come outside of your comfort zone and display these things um i know a lot of you you'd be a lot of you would be held back with well, what, what is my teammate going to think if I act too enthusiastic or if I talk too, too much or if I tell them that this is the way I see things, this is what you should do? Um, you guys might think of that as, well, that's being too bossy, that's having too much of an ego. But you gotta make, you got you to understand in that if your team is going to win, if your team is going to succeed, if, if – if everybody's going to reach the fullest ability they can, then the team needs leaders and you need to be one of them because you listening to these 30 days of dedication 
and we're on day 15 now. If you've watched a lot of these or listened to these 30 days of dedications, you are like, you have a, you have a power, you have a, you have knowledge, you have knowledge that not everybody knows. And you have the kind of knowledge that can make an impact to your friends, your community, your teammates. And it's important for you to share that knowledge, not only because you learn it, but because you can actually make an impact. You can inspire others. You can, you can make other people good or do better or believe in themselves or make your team do better. You can have an impact. You really can because you've been, you've been consuming this content. You've been listening to it. You've been watching it. It's inside you now, but it can't just be inside you. It's got to come out. It's got to be reflected in everything that you do. Um, it's got to be reflected in the way you play. If you just hold it back because of fear or insecurity or what other people think, then you'll never get to what you can be. And in the case of some of you guys want to be professional footballers, then you need to do literally everything that's being talked about in these 30 days of dedications and not just listen to them, but act on them. And that's extremely important. And um, that's what I want to talk about, guys. Q&A. Q&A. You're welcome. Um, Noah. What's up, Noah? FZZDM, what's up? Lorenzo, what's up? Francisco, what's up? Luke, what's up? Um, Srikar, what's up? Eshin, what's up? I'm, I'm glad that you guys are interacting with each other because this is what it's all about. Um, the Train Effective you know, Instagram community, the Train Effective 30 Days community. This is what it's all about, guys. And it, it's, it's not just about me talking on behalf of Train Effective. It's about us talking to each other and helping each other out because we're greater when it's not just one of us, you know, it's multiple of us, it's all of us and we're helping each other. So, you know, but, um, <laughs> okay. I'll take this question. Who's your favorite current Chelsea player? My favorite current Chelsea player is, uh, is Hazard, Eden Hazard. Um, I think that's a leader, a pure leader by example right there. Because you see in every game, every single game, he works hard. You see in every single game, he's the one that he wants the ball because he knows he can make an impact. And he knows that, you know, when he's not there, when his presence is not there, then the team is is less of what they could be. Second question. Um, what should failure mean to me? Like after receiving failure, what perception of approach should I take? So Tadiwa is basically saying here that what should he do after he fails? What should you do? You already know the answer to that question. Okay, the first first thing to do is, well, get back on your feet. Um, work again and not give up. All right, that's a fundamental thing. But I think you're talking about more technically what you should do uh, when you fail. I think what you should do when you fail, and this is exactly what I did after every time I failed, um, uh, had a bad training session or had a bad game or had a, had a bad tryout or just a bad time, I would always reflect. And that reflection 
you can just sit for five minutes and think. Um, think, think objectively, okay? Don't think too much emotionally. Think of, okay, why is it that, you know, I didn't do so well? Was it due to a lack of sleep, due to a lack of rest? Was it due to, well, I need to work harder, I need to improve my fitness? Um, there are objective things, okay? Remove emotions out of it. Remove that, oh, I'm crying because I played so bad. Remove that and think just objectively, think with a clear head, why? You know, why? What are the reasons? Write them down and then make a plan to act on them and improve on them, all right? So if you had a bad game and that was contributed to because you sat down and you thought about it afterwards. Why did you have that bad game? Why did you lose the ball? In, why did you lose the ball so many times? You might contribute that to a lack of rest, a lack of sleep, a lack of food. You were too hungry during the game, um, and that. And then you have to think to yourself, "Well, I need to manage my food consumption better. I got to eat at least three hours before the game next time. I got to have a meal three hours before the game next time. And if you're still hungry, then I'm going to make sure I pack bananas." And, or fruit or, or nuts in my, my, um, my bag before the game next time. Um, maybe you lost the ball because you were too nervous. You're too scared to get the ball. And that's when you have to think, all right, next time I've got to think with more positive thoughts and I've got to be visualizing every day that, um, that I'm going to be receiving the ball in this way and this is going to be my first touch and this is how things are going to go, you know? So that's it. Last question. What team do you think that the the Champions League will win? Who will win the Champions League? Um, I think the person who will win the Champions League, the team that will win the Champions League is Juventus because of Ronaldo's incredible skill and incredible leadership qualities. That's it. All right, guys, that was, a that was day 15 of the 30 days of dedication. Um, there are no 30 days of dedications on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, but we're back next week, and it's going to be very exciting because next week we're talking about what, Corby? We are talking about, well, we're not going to show you here. We're going to show you in Instagram. So stay tuned on Instagram for the schedule. Um, effective fam all over the world. Juve, 100% Juve is going to win because, and I, I promise you, Ronaldo is going to pop up in that final, whether he's injured or whether he's not. <laughs> And he's going to make that difference as well because that's just how it is. That's just how it is. He wants to be the greatest. So he's going to do that. Everything with his leadership ability, with everything, with his skill, with everything. He's going to demonstrate those nine things that we talked about. So, all right, guys, stay effective. Um, have a good day and, uh, and talk later, all right? Have a great weekend. Make sure you get, get out there and train. Make sure you do everything out there. See you guys later. See you guys later. Stay effective. Stay effective.